Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. On this episode of Crown Jewels, we sent our best wishes and a speedy recovery to Sarah Ferguson. Prince William starts his five-year initiative to end homelessness, and he's taking action. And we're kind of glad that our Twill Spotify deal fell through. But what's next for Netflix? We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Betches Media. I'm Lex Nico. And I'm Samantha Bush. And before we jump into everything, I just mm-hmm. want to catch up with my girly. How are you? You know what? I'm good. I'm I'm starting to feel a little anxious because I'm going home next week and I have done no packing and nothing of the sorts, but uh, we'll get it done. But behind me is a mess of clothing. And for the Virgos, that doesn't slide. No, that like sounds like a mess for you. But for me, that sounds like every day. <laughs> You know? How are you? Yes. I'm good. I'm really tired today. The mm-hmm. Bachelorette was on last night and it's on at 9 p.m. They move time slots and I'm furious. Okay. I have so many questions because mm-hmm. I'm trying to back. I stopped watching, I think, after Matt James's season was the last season of The Bachelor that I took in. Okay. So I've been out of the game for a while. Yeah. But okay. It's on at 9 p.m. 9 you just reminded me before we started recording that it is two hours long. Yeah. What are they doing in those two hours? I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> like it's two hours long. Occasionally it's two times a week. I'll do Monday, Tuesday for after Both the final two hours. Rose. Yes. It's a lot. And like last night I get why it needed to be a longer episode because it was the first episode. It was a premiere, sure. but I'm like, why 9 PM? And I guess it's because like this season where it's supposed to be like more adult. Did you find the first episode more adult? I didn't. I didn't. Charity is lovely, beautiful, stunning, gorgeous. Yes. But she's like a Disney princess. Like she's not, uh, I don't think she's going to be fucking in the windmill, you know, like yeah. Hannah Brown. So I'm, I love her. I hope she finds love. The guys, I mean, she's getting tall guys, like yeah. dudes, tall dudes. Yeah. I did see some sort of like fodder on Twitter about it. Is there a guy named Josh? There's some guy named Josh. I don't know. People were talking about Josh. There's a guy named Josh. There's always <laughs> a guy named Josh. Yeah. People what were, were talking about- on Twitter about Josh. I honestly don't even remember. Mm, he might okay. be a short king. Joey. Joey. You're of Joey. He's Joey. the tennis pro, which- yeah. You know, if you guys love The Bachelor or any sort of reality television, please go follow and listen to The Bachelor Pod. It's hosted by Jared yeah. Fried in K-York City, and it's so funny. But yeah, he's the tennis pro, and like they, no one can figure out, like, why are you on this show? Like, you're gorgeous. You live in Hawaii, and you play tennis. Like, Yes, and he lived in Hawaii. And a lot of women were like, moving, booking a flight to Hawaii. Yeah, blah, he's blah, hot blah, blah. as fuck. That's, that's what was up. Okay. Yeah, he's See, super hot. I can't, again... I have a very decorated history with the Bachelor franchise. I loved the Bachelor. Bring back Winter Games. Bring back the pad. Like, I miss those little, like, what are they? Spinoffs? Yeah, spinoffs. Offshoots. But, like, 
it just got to a point where I could not continue to watch this show. And then I started to feel really bad for the people on the show because it's like, who was the last Bachelor? Zach? Like, you know, the whole thing about the Bachelor franchise was like, you're the lead. It's uh, instant highway express to a million followers and your influencer career. Yeah. But I think Zach like net out at like 220 or something. Maybe less than that. Yeah. Like even the winner, even the, so normally like the girls do really well mm-hmm. for the show. Like they, I mean, you used to be on the show and you could be like sixth runner up and you'd be leaving with 800,000 followers. Yeah. yeah. And brand deals up the ass. Exactly. Now, I mean, even the winner, Katie, who I mean is lovely. I think she has like 200,000 followers. Oh man. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's really interesting how it's changed. I feel like the last solid influencer era of the bachelor Mm -hmm. franchise was like whatever season the like Hannah G was on, you know? Yeah. Just chatted with Hannah G last week. Oh, she's She's lovely. lovely. She's getting married in August. I know. They're really, really nice. So best wishes to them. (laughs) Yeah. Coming nuptials. Mazel. I also though have to say like, I just, the best show on television right now for me, which is in the same time slot below deck sailing yacht. Like, It's so good this season. And I've always, always said Below Deck is the unsung hero of like the Bravo network and the Bravo cinematic universe. Yeah. People don't realize Below Deck is the number one show on Bravo and has been for years. Like it's the highest rated because I think like straight men watch it. Women watch it. My dad watches it. it. Yeah, everyone loves it. The like men in my life call it the boat show, but they like love it. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's great. It's you know, it's always on. So like if you are ever like just want and you can jump in at any time. You can jump in at any time, any franchise. There's below Mm -hmm. deck the original, there's below deck med, there's below deck down under, there's below deck sailing. It's just below deck, yeah. There's a lot. There's There's a lot lot of them. And I really want Colin and Gary, who are on Below Deck Sailing, they're like two broy friends who have been on for a few seasons. I really, really wish that they would bring them to Winter House so badly. So mm. badly. But well, I think two of the Below Deck girls were on Winter House this season. Really? Malia? Wait, they I didn't see. Wait. Yeah, like it, they're, it's coming upcoming. out. Oh, season. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The upcoming okay. one. Sorry. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I can't be behind that. on my no. Below Deck news. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that's coming. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, oh, you it's know. great to catch up on what we're watching. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Sam, do you want to start us off with some royal subjects for our royal subjects? I would love to. So we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but we didn't have a lot of detail surrounding this news Mm -hmm. is that William, you know, has decided that it's his calling to fight homelessness. Yes. So... The heir to the throne kicked off the initiative by visiting pilot projects that have received grants of up to 500,000 pounds, which is equal to $637,000 each from the Royal Foundation, the charity that supports the work of William and his wife, Kate. So like we're slowly getting some more information because last week, you know, you know, it's not easy to be like, I'm a prince and I'm going to solve all these problems. Yeah. And last week, the headline was very much more about the fact that he wanted to expose his children to homelessness. And right. that was sort of the grab from the Times article versus what was he was actually quote. doing. But you know yeah. what? I I kind of like poked fun last week at Will's just because we both it's did. what I do. 
course. But I, I saw, um, I was like having this conversation with somebody, I forget if it was my mom, you know, our number one fan or yeah. a publicist friend of mine. And basically, you know, they were like, he's trying to do something and he's trying to do something good. And if that's the case, then like, why not be supportive and positive about that fact? And so, so I love true. having this update that, you know, he's actually putting pen to paper here and fast as far as yeah. we know. Fast, and it, it, you know? I guess it's a five year endeavor. Um, mm-hmm. He plans to end long term homelessness in five years. So, you know, I'm excited to kind of see how he really channels his passion into action, because that seems to be where the royal family kind of like falls flat. Like they Mm -hmm. have all these great ideas and yet like nothing really seems to come of any of them. Yeah. And I mean, I did send you a TikTok this morning of Barack Obama. You did. And I was like, this really resonates with me when it comes to the royal family is he's like, you can be really like you can articulate like your passion and your problems and what you've gone through and like all of these things and all your trials and tribulations. But like, then what? Mm -hmm. Like you have to be a person of action to like get things done. He's like, that's what I always look for. He's like, cause anyone can really be super articulate and like describe their pain, but like, what are we doing about it? How are we solving the problem? And I'm like, that's what they like. Maybe I should send that TikTok to Harry and Megan, you know, seriously. And I do feel like, you know, I always say this when I mentor people, I'm like, it's not about being a problems oriented person. It's about being a solutions oriented person. And like people just want you to like, in at least in the corporate world, like they just want you to make a decision and make mm-hmm. a plan and be like point and let's go do it. Like the majority mm-hmm. in my experience, it's like if you come solutions oriented, you're being seen as a thought leader. And so I do think for Wills, you know, there's there's some interesting tidbits in a CNN article that I was reading about this because they said some may argue it's easy for a person of privilege to spout ideas and criticisms. Exactly what Barack has been saying. But mm-hmm. over the years, William has committed to helping tackle the homeless crisis in whatever way he can. And he said, it's not insurmountable, this challenge. If anyone does become homeless, we can say, okay, here's the way back. Here's the pathway. We can visualize that and we can show people that there is a way to do it. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate that that is sort of the mentality that he is taking. And he's not trying to interfere with government policies. He also said, my plan is to be additive to what is already being done. Because again, we know our royals do not like mixing politics and policy with their right. royal, you know, things to do. Mm-hmm. So I do think that this will be very interesting to continue to watch. I'm certain that we are going to continue to get news about this mm-hmm. and William talking about this in the media because- you know, that's that's what he's got to do. Use that platform, baby. He's got to do what he's got to do. And this is a side note, too. We don't mm-hmm. have it as a tea and crumpet because I feel like this is a there's a lot this week um, coming at us. But I do want to touch on, obviously, the Princess of Wales playing tennis. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my Roger gosh. <laughs> yes. And practicing being a ball girl. Like, oh my God. And she caught the ball and they were like, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to let it bounce. First of all, I was like, she's athletic. She's always been, yeah, she was always athletic. Wasn't she like a runner or a rower? She was, I think she was something like that. She was always very athletic. She's so ripped. Like her arms. She's so ripped. I know. It's, it's like actually really impressive. 
And you can tell that she has a genuine passion. Like I always say, Sporty Kate is my favorite Kate. And you know we're going to get have some said that. great looks at Wimbledon's coming up. You know they're going to be in the box, the Royals box. And like she's just been on her A game. I would say actually like both Wills and Kate have been on their A game as a Royal watcher, like in the press and the media right now. It's kind mm-hmm. of phenomenal. No, they're really, you and I were talking about this a few days ago. I feel like maybe it was yesterday. I don't know <laughs> what time is anymore, but we were talking and it's like, I think they're really you like capitalizing off of Megan and Kate kind of, or Meg, excuse me, Harry Megan and, and Harry Megan. being in like their flop era. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we're going to show up and show out. Like yeah. we're going to like solve homelessness. We're going to play tennis. And Kate's just been looking better than ever. She has. And we Incredible. talked about it. Like she just, she looks amazing. Something, mm-hmm. something's going on there. And mm-hmm. I want to know what, but maybe it's just, she's like found her stride and you know what? Nothing gets you glowing better than truly being happy. Yeah. I, I she seems happy. And like, she I does. was watching the videos of her playing tennis and it was like, Nice to see video of her where she's not just like smiling and like meeting people, but actually being like active and doing something and laughing. Yes. And I was like, oh, she's like a real person. Yes. Like this is where she thrives and she genuinely seems to be having so much fun. And yeah. I loved the other, you know, young kids, the other young ball kids schooling her and helping her. And she's just genuinely taking it in. It was, it's great content. It was giving Diana. It was a hit. It was giving Diana. Ready for a spring break to remember? Amtrak's got just a ticket for you and your crew. With share fares, you and your friends can save up to 60%. The more who travel, the more you save. Skip the hassle of driving through the Northeast while exploring D.C., Philly, New York, and Boston. No middle seats and plenty of legroom are just an Amtrak away. And with stops right in the heart of your favorite cities, you'll arrive downtown, not out of town. Savings start with three travelers. Eight travelers required for 60% discount. Visit Amtrak.com slash to book. Restrictions may apply. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. In other news, we did get some sad news, but also, you know what, there's there's a positive on this story. So Fergie, Sarah Ferguson, is 63 years old, and a representative told People that Sarah, Duchess of York, was recently diagnosed with an early form of breast cancer detected at a routine mammogram screening. She was advised she needed to undergo surgery, which has taken place successfully, which is amazing. We love early detection. Get your mm-hmm. mammogram screening. Now, I will definitely admit that I'm ignorant. I don't know what age you're supposed to start getting mammograms. I know they're extremely painful. I am curious why we haven't advanced this technology, but I am inclined to say that it's because it's a tool for women. So hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it's all what doctors love to say to women, like when it comes to like medical, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? Medical 
treatments or whatever attention is there always like it's just a little bit of pressure and they're like ripping your uterus out you're like okay yeah like I remember I mean TMI but I remember when I got my IUD they were like it's just a little pressure I'm like I I fainted after (laughs) like I was not okay yes no a girlfriend of mine had a cyst on her ovaries and they went in and they found that she also had like endometriosis and they literally like all she described it as, and this is a trigger warning or another TMI, but like she was like, their way to remove the endometriosis was to scrape it off. They Ugh. scrape it off your uterus. Ugh. Like, come on, come on. But you know what? We have the medical care. The Duchess had a quote saying that she received the best medical care and her doctors have told her the prognosis is good. She is recuperating mm-hmm. with her family and she wants to express her immense gratitude to all the medical staff who have supported her in recent days. And I, this is one part that makes me chuckle because her spokesperson also told people, this is the era that we're living in, that the Duchess recorded a podcast episode the day before she went into surgery, which is set to be released next early early next Monday morning. So Mm. if we get that release in time, perhaps we'll have to have a little listen. Oh, for sure. uh, Figure out what's going on. Yeah. What is the name of her podcast, by the way? Oh, my goodness. It ha- something with tea. <laughs> yeah. The fact that, like, we don't even like royalty. Yeah, it's just, it says everything. And mm-hmm. I remember the first time we spoke about it, it was like, she, you know how influencers, t- I'm just bucketing her now, influencers tend to do, and they're like, I'm dropping this. Here's the teaser. It's it's actually giving Archwell like, audio. I have something coming. Yes. <laughs> Where it's like, we're dropping this and it's going to happen. And then it like never came. But apparently she has an episode coming Monday. So stay tuned for that. Well, I hope she go. I hope everything goes well. Yes. Happy to hear the prognosis is good. Yeah, me too. So the next tea and crumpet kind of bleeds into our make it rain. Mm -hmm. Like I just so it's I feel like we can kind of combine them. I don't know. We'll just let's chat about it. So. The United Talent Agency CEO, Jeremy Zimmer, admitted that he wasn't surprised about Spotify's breakup with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Quote, turns out Meghan Markle was not a great audio talent or necessarily any kind of talent. And, you know, just because you're famous doesn't make you great at something. Yeah. So they're being dragged left and right. They're being dragged. He actually also got pretty slammed for making the statement, especially at Cannes. Well, also, like, what a place to do it. I know. Like, Like, people who don't know what Cannes Lions is, like, the way a lot of people in the industry describe it, and this is the industry that I work in, Pinterest had, like, a big activation there. A lot of brands, like, Flex. Flex. (laughs) I wasn't invited. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) My invite got lost in the mail. (laughs) But they call it, like, the Coachella for the advertising industry, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, a big big, big, big stage. You probably saw a ton of celebrities there. Alex Cooper was there with Spotify for Mm -hmm. her podcast. If, you know, things had maybe gone better with Archwell and Archetypes, like perhaps Megan and Harry could have been there. They would have been a great get. But Jeremy got pretty slammed for saying this. But, you know, we had this conversation last week and Mm -hmm. we will continue to have this conversation where I don't disagree with what he is saying. Mm Mm-hmm. Entirely. Okay. I, I I feel like he says it in a very harsh way mm-hmm. of what you and I both kind of feel is like they're not utilizing their talents the way 
that they should be. Efficient and effectively, yes. Right. Because I don't think audio is the medium where Meghan Markle thrives. I think Meghan Markle thrives visually talking to people, walking around, meeting people. Being among the masses. Yes. Leaning into that would be great. Sitting on a podcast where you're only interviewing the celebrities. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. And I think I said it to you in our, you know, chats as we go. And I was like, I I agree and disagree with him because it's like, it is undeniable that, and we'll single out Megan here in the sense that it's like when she wears something, when she says something, whatever, she has immense influence. Like mm-hmm. her influence is undeniable. It's tremendous. Again, she wears something, the pink stod short suit and it sells out immediately. Like Mm -hmm. she wears a piece of jewelry. It sells out immediately. She has such solid influence. Talent aside, like there's value to her as a public figure and as a celebrity, right? But I think he's right in the sense of like, just because you're famous doesn't make you great at something. Like she, you know, like, yeah, podcasting, maybe not her platform. Mm -hmm. Interviewing, maybe not her platform. Now, I don't know why this is the example that comes to my mind right now of someone who's like famous and has a lot of influence, but like it's like singing wasn't their strong suit. Yes. And it like just fell flat. It was like, for example, now this is someone not not like Meghan Markle at all, but I'm going to say Addison Rae. Mm-hmm. Addison Rae was like this huge TikToker, very famous, like skyrocketed in like 2021. And all of a sudden she like put out a song and everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is not where you should be thriving. You need to be doing like beauty campaigns. Yes. Singing yes. is because also you can tell that it, when it's not someone's passion, like people ask me sometimes for advice on Insta, like to start off an Instagram or something. And my, my advice to them always is, is like, post what you would want to see, post what you like and someone out there will will like it too. And they'll connect with it. There's something about being on Instagram or social media, like where you can just feel when someone is being so inauthentic and like, you can't put your finger on it, but you're like, this doesn't like feel right to me. A hundred percent. And I think two things, one, that's like where I go with sporty Kate and with that Wimbledon video and that content, she was authentically having the best time of her fucking life is what I took from that. And, like, it resonates off of the video. It resonates off of the action. And, like, again, we said this back in the beginning when we were reviewing and recapping the initial archetypes episodes where it was, like, Megan felt uncomfortable. You could sense that there were nerves and she was nervous. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's totally fine. But maybe also take that as a sign to be, like, "Mm, maybe this isn't what I should be doing because it doesn't feel right within me. You know what I mean? Because in the docu-series, we saw this like other side of her personality. We got to know more about- And when the two of them were together. Right. Like magic on screen. Magic. And we got to learn more about her background and like her personality. And I just, yeah, I just don't. So honestly, like I'm kind of happy the Spotify deal didn't go through because like it wasn't working. It wasn't working for them. No, it wasn't, wasn't working, working for, for them. Hopefully it opens up more time. <laughs> I'm like, all they have is time to focus on other projects and better or more well-suited projects. And we start mm-hmm. to see those because really like we, we need that coming. And I think 
the last thing I'll say before we make it rain is, you know, in there's a lot of rumors going on right now. I had a publicist friend of mine send me these, like, I think it was on Demois or something like that, where um, basically they were like, they're separating, they're getting a divorce. And I know we heard mm-hmm. little rumblings around like Harry staying in a hotel and them not staying in the house together. But honestly, like, and my publicist friend said this too, like, she's like, if they actually are breaking up, like they cannot break up for like 10 years. They can't afford yeah. it. After all that they've gone through and the uproar that they made to announce a separation or divorce right now would just be nuclear. Uh, it's giving Oppenheim coming out the same day as Barbie. It's giving Oppenheim. <laughs> Honestly, though, like if they announce they they're separating. They can't. Or Oh my god, that like gives me anxiety. It honestly does. Like, but I go back and forth because we did see them in uh, the Netflix docu series, and like to me, my opinion and my belief is like they are so in love. But like, I think too, again, there is this sentiment of people wanting them to fail. Mm-hmm. So where are these rumors stemming from? What proof do we have? And like, what are we actually seeing? Because yeah. I think that this could just be, you know, light a match, stick it in a fire and watch it take off. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that's happening. Even if, and, and again, even if it is happening behind closed doors, it can't. Again, it R12 being your publicists, your unofficial official yeah. publicist. I'm convinced someone on their team or something like listens to this podcast. You think? Just because like every time we put out an episode, now this could be me just like being delusional, but every time we put out an episode, I swear to God, like the next day, something we discussed comes out in the news. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Like the Invictus yep. Games. Yes. And like we talked about that. And also we'll get into it with Make It Rain. But there were a few things that we said last week that the next day, a couple articles were put out. Yeah. I was like, this is weird. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. I mean, we're kind of already discussing it, but Lex, do you want to make it rain? Oh, of course. Let's get in to this week's rant. And so we've we've got some big headlines. And I will also preface this by saying big, you know, a bit damaging headlines around Harry and Meghan from legitimate publications and outlets. So this is not like your page Daily six. Mail. This is not page six. This is Vanity Fair, Marie Claire, legitimate publication mm-hmm. New York Magazine New York Magazine sharing some negative sentiments. So we'll start with the Vanity Fair one because it says 
is the air coming out of Harry and Meghan's content balloon. After a best-selling memoir and a hit docuseries, yeah. the couple's split with Spotify is kicking up criticism. Mm-hmm. Bucking grifters snap Bill Simmons, as well as speculation about whether their $100 million Netflix deal could fizzle out next. Now, I do want to just preface this because this came out on the 21st, and the, as of this morning, literally right before we got on the horn, Hello Magazine published an article, and Hello is very deeply rooted with the royals. Um, I would almost like consider them People Magazine levels, where it's like they're not going to put anything out there that if a source is a source, it's mm-hmm. a legitimate source. Yeah. But they actually have a Netflix spokesperson going on record saying that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle continue to shine brighter than ever, according to Netflix spokesperson, dispelling any whispers of turbulence within their partnership. And they say, quote, the bond with Archwell Productions is one we deeply value. Harry and Meghan launched as Netflix, Netflix's most spectacular documentary debut to date. Our exciting journey with them isn't ending anytime soon. We're currently collaborating on numerous projects, including the much-anticipated documentaries documentary series, Heart of Invictus, which is the Invictus behind the scenes kind of docu-series that we spoke about that we said we really wanted. That's Mm -hmm. like your drive to survive breakpoint type road to the Invictus games, which I'm so fucking happy. It's all I wanted. So I one know, thing, this is literally what we begged for. We begged for this and we begged for the TIG. So like, please. Oh my God. Like, what is she so against the TIG coming back? Like, what's going on? Just bring it I back. I don't know. Just drop it like Beyonce dropped her her album that one year. Yes. I, I think it's truly about her wanting to be taken seriously. Like, Ugh. and feeling like that's not, quote unquote, serious. Like, and I just, uh, I'm, I'm going to echo the same thing that we said last week. It's like, we don't care how serious you are. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to shine and mark I don't need you to be serious. Yes where you do best. Like I want a Stanley Tucci Padma Lakshmi type show from Megan. Like I would freaking eat that up. I would with eat a it silver up. spoon or whatever spoon she recommended. I buy on the take an eco-friendly <laughs> spoon, a spork, a spork. I don't care. I Please. just want it. Yes. But I think it's really, you know, telling for vanity fair to go this far. And mm-hmm. very, you know, they said, that, yes, the Sussex's drama-filled, autobiographical docuseries last December was Netflix's highest-viewed documentary debut, mm-hmm. giving tens of millions of viewers something to love, hate as they closed out 2022. But by now, anyone who may have been expecting a full-on smorgasbord of Harry and Meghan curated content under the auspicious of Archwell Productions has probably moderated their expectations. I mean, and to go off of that article and then the New York New York magazine just put out one um, that says Netflix's bold ultimatum for Harry and Meghan no work no pay so over the weekend the Sun reported that while the couple's six-part docuseries was the streaming platform's most viewed documentary ever Netflix isn't interested in paying the Sussexes the additional 51 million dollars they're owed as part of their deal unless the couple cranks out some content So then it goes on to say even more, and it says an industry source told the UK paper that Netflix was pleased to sign Harry and Meghan and is looking forward to some great ideas going forward. The remainder of the deal relies on them producing those good ideas. The deal's continually under review, which is normal for ones of this magnitude. 
Yes. So. And, like, let's also keep in mind Vanity Fair was the outlet that I believe got, like, the exclusive first interview. Remember, there was that beautiful, um, like, portrait profile, that portrait cover of her. And at first, I think they had airbrushed out her uh, freckles and she wanted them to add them back in. Like, Mm -hmm. that was Vanity Fair giving that interview. New York Magazine, which I believe is owned by the same, like, publishing house as The Cut. Remember, there was that chaotic article with Meg. And she was just like basically like being like, I can, I can like speak about things, but I won't. Remember, there was that yeah. really juicy, juicy article, but still like a profile piece, a fair sort of like, you know, look at the two of them in their home life. Like, yeah. So these aren't magazines that are, again, like the Daily Mail or the Sunday Times who are just like consistently going for a negative They're not like, edge. like no one, like, the the sources that we're citing, I feel like kind of what you're saying is they're not searching for things to put out about Harry and Meghan that are negative. They're not like Meghan spends too much money on avocados, like running, right. you know, their credit card bill up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the Daily Mail is just nuts. Um, whereas this, I'm just like, so for them to put this out, it's like, what's really going on? Especially because she's also signed with this huge agency. I'm like, so she has to do something major. Mm-hmm. Something has to come out. She has to do something major. Also in this New York Mag article, they talked about a Saturday Journal piece that was digging into the couple's quote-unquote Hollywood flop, raised serious doubts about their ability to deliver programming that doesn't mm-hmm. center on their own royal drama. So the paper reported that Archwell employees and associates say that the company often lacks direction and that its founders at times seem surprised by the work required to finish entertainment projects. Most potential initiatives, they said, follow a similar route. Big idea, subpar execution. And this is what I think, like, again, we've come back to saying, it's like they have all of these like big, vast ideas, but then mm-hmm. when it comes to execution, like what what's happening? Where is it going? It, it's not going anywhere. Like it's, he can sit and talk in interviews and describe like his pain and like all this you know, everything he's gone through as a child and being the spare and what him and Megan have gone through. It's like, okay, but then what? Like, what What now? Exactly. And so last week, remember, Bill Simmons called them fucking grifters and then kind of mentioned this, like, Zoom that he had with Prince Harry and he was like, mm-hmm. it was crazy. So a Bloomberg report revealed that some of Harry's um, podcast pitches we're interviewing Vladimir Putin, Mark Zuckerberg, and Donald Trump about their childhood trauma. What? Yeah. Um, let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck what their childhood traumas are. Agreed. Please Agreed. be serious. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. So if that's and true. If that's true, that's something else. But, like, one point, like, that's lastly that I want to make about this New York Mag article, the very last paragraph, again, for me, just echoes and, like, affirms our beliefs. Mm Because the author of this piece says, well, I'll admit that I would probably watch a series in which Prince Harry has a breakdown while trying to navigate a cheesecake factory menu and Meghan teaches him to use Kohl's cash Things do not seem to be going in a great direction for Archwell. But it's like that sentence to me is so facts. 
Like, that's what we're saying. I would literally just watch them exist. Same. More than trying to have them educate or tell me something where it doesn't feel, to your point, authentic or like they have done their 10,000 Malcolm Gladwell hours to be experts in the yeah. subject of whatever they are trying to advocate for. And it just feels like preachy sometimes from mm-hmm. them. Like it just feels like you're talking. Sometimes I feel like they're talking down to us. I'm like, yep, we're fighting for our lives out here. Um, we're not getting $20 million podcast deals. Correct. So chill. And yeah, like I, the thing about them and I say this, I feel all the time is I love to look at them and I love like watching them. So I wish that they would just lean into that and give us like a, the simple life reboot or something. You know? Give us anything give us that's anything. like real and authentic to y'all. We don't have to see your kids. I don't need to see that, but like, just give us something a little bit lighter and admittedly mm-hmm. fluff. I would love fluff from these two. And I know that there would be their critics out there that would just be like, you know, that's the thing. If they gave us fluff, all of these like outlets would be talking about how they're giving us fluff. But at the end of the day, as like the general viewer and potentially your target demographic, I'm happy for fluff. They got to win over the hearts and minds of of America again. And you're going to do that with fluff. That's just how it's going to happen. And they can't keep telling their same story. Yeah, you the can't keep done. doing this. And also, I mean, they also have to get over the fact that there will always be negative articles about them. They are, you know, he is the Prince of England. They are public figures. Like, it is going to happen. So you just kind of, they have to get over it. They have to get over it. I almost it. feel like they're so scared to do anything because they're they are so, like, in tune with, like, what the press is saying. Yeah. Which is like really not healthy. And I, Megan reads the articles. I don't care what she says. You think? For sure. Are you kidding? I don't know. She probably has a Google alert. Like, let's be real. I see. I don't know if I agree with that because I feel like H&M, our peeps love to live blissfully unaware. I really, really, really do. Harry's has said that he was like obsessed with reading articles about himself. But still... I'm sure that hasn't let up. And here's the final thing I want to say on Mm -hmm. this that is like very curious for me. Well, maybe it's two points, but I'll I'll make them and you give me your feedback. Like we are getting a these like, you know, harsh articles about Harry and Meghan. And we're getting all of this solid, good press about like Wills and Kate. But I do not think that like these U.S. publications would pick up you know, or write these articles. Like this isn't coming from the Royal Rota. So I actually Mm -hmm. think this is like one instance where this is an honest coincidence. But like my second thing and like what's, you know, making me anxious is like we're getting these articles in a post-WME world. So like what's going on? What's going on with the WME? Like what are they doing for her over there? And, like, are they, you know, letting these things come out, keeping their heads down, not responding, and planning the ultimate comeback of sorts? Or, like, what do you think that that would be? Ugh. I mean, we, we got to get press around the Invictus Games. Uh, Have to. Must. Sure. But Megan needs to come out with something. And I know that, again, when you read all of these articles, and we can link them when this comes out on Thursday, but, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the content that they are – 
sort of pitching is like fictional content, right? It's not, it's like not unscripted. It's scripted series. There's some yeah. show based on a character from Great Expectations. There was yeah, another like children's, like children's series that was, yeah. um, you know, not greenlit at all. Yeah. But I just feel like we need to get something almost unscripted from Meg here. And uh, desperately, what would we get? Or we need to get a Megan memoir. Lex, I don't, I got to be honest, I don't need to make a memoir right now. But it would cause. I would be exhausted. So much noise. So much noise. It would cause so much noise and it'd be great for us. It'd be great for this podcast. So, mm -hmm. you know, I welcome it if that's what, she, you know, whatever she wants to do, I, I'm happy to watch and see what she does, but I need her to do something. Yeah. We need her to do something, not again, no disrespect to this content because I watched it and it was educational and good. Like, I don't want to live to lead. I don't want, an, as you said, like a Megan. I don't want to live to lead about it. But like, I want something light and fun from Megan, something that, you know, maybe <laughs> leans into her personal interests and tastes mm -hmm. like for the love of everything. Holy, please give me that. Please, I don't want to live. I don't want to live to lead. No, I don't. I, like we are in such a weird time, like socially and culturally that I think all of us have like reached our bandwidth. Like we just none of us know what the fuck we're doing. We the earth is on fire. Like we we don't need to hear from Harry and Meghan like yeah. how to live to lead. Yes, we need to learn how to live to like survive. You know, correct. Correct. And I do think like I've even noticed it with myself that there is like just leaning into everything that's happening in the world. Like there is this <sighs> content is like skewing into like, here's everything that's wrong in the world. And I understand that that show was telling stories about like leaders and great people trying to do good amidst all of the terrible things happening in the world. But the it's fact amazing. of the matter was like, it was just a reminder that things were real bad. Or shit. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's time for our favorite game of mail or fail. One of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication, and the other has been completely made up by our producers. So will we spot the mail or will we fail? So let's start with option number one. Artificial intelligence, Meghan Markle accused of using AI for guest interviews on Axe's 18 million pound Spotify podcast. Option number two, 
404 not found. King Charles and Queen Camilla's first royal website taken down. Oh, man. Very technical today. (laughs) Yeah, very technical. I'm going to say the real one is number one solely just because... Yeah, I feel like AI is just like was getting into its stride when she started recording. So that's for sure, timely. And we've heard that like there was some shady shit going on. Yes, regarding. So let's see, the sun. Okay, classic. Okay, one second. <laughs> I clicked on it. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Okay, so. We were wrong. Hello Magazine reports that King Charles and Queen Camilla's first royal website is taken down. It's taken offline. Wow, the princeofwales.gov.uk simply just has a white screen. Interesting. It is quite possible that the Prince of Wales website has been unplugged in order to make necessary changes to switch, switch over to Prince William. Oh. Okay. That makes sense then. I was a little confused. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, He's not a prince. So are they going to get a new website? I don't feel like King Charles needs a website. Am I crazy? I don't know. I feel like he has to. I mean, he probably will. Like, let's be honest. But I just don't. This site can't be reached. Also, princeofwales.gov.uk is the best thing I've ever seen. It's giving like at AOL.com. It really is. Comcast.net. Your first messenger username or your first email address oh, yeah <laughs> it's giving it's giving geriatric have we talked about this what was your what? first email address <laughs> yours no like what was yours did you have an embarrassing it's one or did so you embarrassing one? like i can't even tell you what it was okay <laughs> what was yours <laughs> oh my god i think it was like strawberry daiquiri 39 because I had gone to like an all-inclusive resort with my family and drank virgin strawberry daiquiris for the first time I remember mine I'll tell you tell me (laughs) this is so embarrassing and I wasn't even like a Disney girly like I don't know what it was I was thinking but it was like m mouse 9203 because I was born in 92 and I think I did this in 2003 at yahoo.com Oh my God. M Mouse. They're like so embarrassing. (laughs) M Mouse. Like the things I share on podcasts. I remember one time on my on my podcast I shared that I used to pretend I used to train myself to sleep pretty. Yeah. It was like a whole thing. Like so that you wake up like looking dainty and like not like like I always had this like idea that like if my crush were to see me sleeping, like would he think I was pretty while I was sleeping? So I trained myself to sleep like with my mouth closed. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. M Mouse, training yourself to sleep. <laughs> Princeofwales.gov.uk. Okay, well. Okay, well. <laughs> I'll, we'll keep our eyes on that. I'll keep our eyes peeled on that, on that website. So to finish up, let's name our spotted dick for the episode. Who has been a real steamed pudding this week? Uh, I'm torn here. But you know what? I might have to give it to the talent agencies of LA. Mm. And I'm giving it to UTA and Jeremy Zimmer for making that comment at can because that's just like very bold but it's i'm messy. also giving it to wme because i'm like where are you at with the good press yeah. like let's step it up like mm-hmm. w- what are we doing it's, here it's time it's time and i i'm gonna echo everything you're saying okay. it's it's giving mess it's giving 
I'm just not, you know, but I also, I think, you know, my real steam pudding is probably Prince Harry. If it's true that he wanted to interview Vladimir Putin yeah. okay. and Donald Trump and Mark Zuckerberg. Like if that's true, that's really horrible. Mm-hmm. But okay. Well, you guys, that's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels. Be sure to rate, review and follow the show on Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Thursday, so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss our next episode. Tell all of your royally obsessed friends and follow me at Lex Nico. And you can follow me at Bravo Historian. And until next time, may God save the batch. Batches.